Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We appreciate you for taking your time daily routine whether you're going to classes going to clinicals going to work doing errands cleaning anything thank you for just you know spending time with us we appreciate you my name is lynn did i introduce myself you did she definitely did (laughs) i'm also giselle (laughs) i was like i'm so into thinking wherever they're doing he loves thanking you guys (laughs) she's so thankful very thankful that i forgot myself it was funny because you kept saying thank you thank you thank you like however you said thank you and then in my head i wanted to say thank you for existing (laughs) so thank you guys for existing we appreciate you (laughs) we love you guys so much yeah like honestly we don't yeah and like, just i know. wish there are other words that we can say thank you besides we're grateful we're appreciative because uh, you know our podcast is a baby podcast and it wouldn't be grown to two years without you guys yeah well honestly and truly because when we were on our hiatus uh my now husband he 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 looks well he gets the emails and then one of the emails said that we had over a thousand downloads like one of the weekends and it was kind of crazy because i'm like who's still listening to us <laughs> right <laughs> so thank you guys honestly we don't do that well we do this to talk to each other obviously but like we do this for you guys and the reason why we're saying this is because this episode is for someone who reached out to us and asked us to do this episode so see the power of just reaching out uh lynn Yes. What did they ask you for? They asked me if we can do an episode on resume writing. Yeah. Tips on writing resumes, which yeah. is extremely important when you're an uh, upcoming new grad. Yep. Who are currently looking for jobs. Yes. And if you're still in your program and not graduating yet, this is also helpful for you. For future reference. Yes. So just like, you know, take a listen, dive in. It's kind of like a follow-up to our new grad episode because uh, our most recent episode that we had was advice for new grads. And we wanted to congratulate everyone who graduated this year and congratulate those of you who got into your programs because it's very hard to get in, very hard to complete. So congratulations to everyone all around. But yeah. Today we're gonna do our resume. Uh, I'm so sorry. I was just gonna, <laughs> I was just gonna add more thankful for you. Oh my goodness, you guys! Just to let you know, Lynn's thankful. So <laughs> this is gonna be a fun episode because I'm just gonna keep cracking up. And she loves you guys. I love you guys too. But we, Lynn, we loves love you. you. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we are very excited to yes. get your requests. So please keep them coming. 
please keep on letting us know what you want to listen to. And I'm sure somebody else out there wants to hear the same thing that you want to listen to too. And uh, don't forget we're on YouTube, Sonographers in the Cities on Facebook, everywhere, Instagram. Lynn is so cool because she got our podcast on all different platforms. And uh, yeah, don't forget to rate us. Let's talk about resumes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Deep dive into resume writing. Okay. How many resumes have you written in your life? Under 50. Under 50? Under 50, but definitely up there. That's a lot of resumes. How many jobs have I applied? And oh, Lord, I don't know. I mean, if you're like trying to get a job before you go into the ultrasound program, like Mm -hmm. this is helpful too, because you need a resume for anything. Now, we're very special because when you go to ultrasound and you have clinicals, that whole clinical experience is essentially like a job interview the whole entire time you're there. So use that wisely, use it to your advantage to ask other sonographers and other people for help, um, what they suggest, what they did. Use that time. Also use it as a just an experience for you to learn a lot of things so that you can possibly get that job. And then you won't have to write a resume because <laughs> they'll want to hire you right away. You know, yes. but that's, that's, that's easy one one But as far as resumes go, do you do a summary on the top of your resume? Of course. Okay. A summary about yourself. Like mm-hmm. usually the top would be your name, your information, like your contact information. And then The next would be a summary of yourself that highlights who you are and your qualities. Just um, something short. Selling points. Yes. Like it doesn't have to be really, really long. No. Not paragraphs at all. No. Don't be too sentences. Yes. Yeah. I would say two to three. Yeah. So I'm looking at my resume right now and I have three sentences. They're not really even sentences, I feel like. They're statements. Two to three, it varies depending on where I apply because I tailor each resume to the position and the company that I'm applying to. Okay, beautiful. So of course, summary, uh, that just catches the person who's reading your resume. And then what do you feel like is the next important thing? Experience? Education. Education, okay. Yes. So make sure you got your education on there. Because on the job posting, it would have where you graduated from, what um, degree certificate you have, and all that stuff. So that, right? Okay, that kind of like uh, grabs their attention. Gra- yeah, grabs their attention on one of the requirements that they were looking for right away. So they know, like, hey, they've got what we need. Like, check off yes. their box. Okay, that's like good. for me. After my summary would be my education, my ultrasound program. Mm-hmm. And it says KF accredited because oh. on job application, they said it has to be an accredited program. Mm. True. Yeah. And I think that's probably really good for depending on where you live. Because yes. for example, like I'm in Las Vegas and actually my education is like on the second page. <laughs> <laughs> so my education is on the second page. I put my experience first. But it also goes to show like everywhere is different, where you're applying is different, and it depends on your city and how, I guess, vast it is, right? Because 
it's different mm-hmm. in Vegas than it is over there in the East Coast, I'm sure. But um, Lynn, like Lynn said, education is very important. And if you have a K-Hab accredited school or a bachelor's degree, they can probably pick you over somebody else who doesn't, right? Um, I also like to add one more thing. Yeah. Um, when applying, I've been told this like in my undergrad and it sticks with me. Hiring managers and recruiters, they look at many, many, many applicants. So, um, and depending where you are, if your location is like, um, what's the the word? If there are a lot of applicants, Mm -hmm. they will want to look for those requirements right away Mm. instead of flipping through the next page. Like if if they won't have time, they just want to see if you have your degree if you have this if you have your credentials okay into the interview pile if you don't into the reject pile and some recruiters or some companies they're so large that they use a program that skips through resumes and they look for specifically for those words in resumes and they filter that out so it it depends on where you are and how many what's the pool of applicants and how competitive the job market is. Like if so, you're in somewhere in uh, like rural area when there's not a lot of applicants. Like two applicants. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then they would have time to look through yeah. your whole profile. Well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You should probably not have two pages of resume. Like yeah, it should. should be one page. I am just out here in Las Vegas. She's just very experienced. (laughs) I mean, I couldn't like decide what to do. But here's the thing. Like my resume, I didn't really need it because I got a job right away. Right. But honestly, like I have seen people who brought their resumes to our job. And then I've seen some with like multiple pages. And I'm like, why? So, yeah, try to condense it to one page. I believe that's what they say. Yes. Um, And so. Sorry, I just want to say quickly. And on the layout of the paper that you're typing, you can decrease the margins to as thin as you want to fit that into that one page. Mm. As long as it looks symmetrical. Because mm-hmm. I've done that. So I've seen some like, okay, example for you guys. Like if you really, really need help, there's templates out mm-hmm. there. There's obviously examples online. But I've seen ones that have like a little paragraph on like, not paragraph, but like a little couple words like on a corner and then like the side. Like, do you feel like that? I don't know how to explain it. What? Like the templates that they have online. Uh-huh. It, it's not just like, you know, a bunch of words. Like it's organized in a way where they could fit so many different things on that page. Do you suggest that? Or like, because I'm very old school, you know, like. Mine is just summary experience, education. Yeah, mine's like that too. Qualifications. And then like bullet points. Yeah. And then have you seen like ones that are very like intricate or like in a different like. I've seen those. Mm -hmm. And do you not suggest that or do you suggest that? I think it's it's, to me, it's personal preference. If you want to get creative with your resume, Mm -hmm. I um, go for it. You know, I when I was uh, a manager in my previous career and I was hiring I appreciated those resumes because you know that means they um, the applicant took the time and and putting in the details and that stuff but also 
when you're hiring, you want to get straight to the point mm-hmm. too. So yeah. it's up to you how you want your resume to look. But also don't forget about that main goal of the person that's looking at your resume. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just think about like what you would expect. Like yes. what you would want from a candidate, I guess. Yeah. Just like one page concise, have your experience, your education, your summary. And then do you put qualifications on there? Yes. And of course, certifications is a given. So like if yeah. you're, you have registries now, what would you tell people if they don't have a registry yet? But the registry that you are planning to take with the expectant date and bold it. Because if you don't have anything on there, again, they can skim through and not see it and you can be in the reject pile. Just putting it on there gives you that chance of that interview. And the interview is the first step to a job, as we all know. Love that. Like when you're about to graduate and you're Mm -hmm. already looking for a job, put your school in and you're going to put expected uh, graduation, right? Mm -hmm. Or what's that word? I forgot already. But you know what I mean? Like expect, like like um, you're about to graduate, like just put it in. You're about to to graduate. Yeah. But don't use that word. Yeah. Um, Use like, uh, I used it before. No, it's like I'm blanking out. Um, I don't want to take too long. I will get back to you. <laughs> maybe I would do a follow-up post on this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe if you did a post on your page about it. Um, but um, anything that that you're you're planning to get and to take, please put it on there and bold it so that they see that that's your plan. Mm-hmm. I do have a YouTube video that I made in like 2020 or like 2021 about building your resume so you can look at that too if you really really need specifics i think i went into some examples and how to do it but this is like generally you know what you're supposed to do you're supposed to have what you did in your if you only have clinicals like write down what you did in clinicals what your experience was what did you scan like did you scan general vascular OBGYN, cardiac you can say how big the hospital was or talk about how, that it's a big hospital or an outpatient center. Um, a lot of like detailed words, I feel like, like efficiency, you know, like being efficient or like team player. What is it like a detail oriented? Yes. You know, use a lot of those kinds of descriptive words so that you stand out compared to like other people. Um, and then... Also mention like the, I feel like you should mention the the programs that you used. Like if you use Cerner or like oh, yes, a system. Yeah. If you use Meditech. Mm-hmm. Um, programs, machines, mm-hmm. different machines you've used. What you've assisted in, like procedures. Um, also mention what protocols you do, protocols, procedures. Um, yeah. Remember you use strong verbs for your bullet points, right? Like performed, assisted, maintained, utilizing, utilized, provided, um, provided. My, yeah. One of my thing was adhere to HIPAA mm. regulations as a student because that's very, you know, it's a good tip. You did. 
Yes. Adhere to the HIPAA. If you don't know it what has, HIPAA is, you'll learn. <laughs> you will learn. You'll learn. Um, um, I just feel that as a student, um, having that there means that you're very serious about patient confidentiality and that's always on your mind. Yeah. You know, that's good. Actually, some interviews will like ask you certain things and certain questions and they'll be like, some of them will give you scenarios. Like, what would you do in this scenario, case scenario? I mean, tying it all together, the resume, like you don't need to put so much on there, but you have to put just enough for them to know that you're serious, that you are hardworking, you're dedicated. And then like they take you into the interview and then you can just show off just show your personality through that answer any questions any more detailed stuff that they need from your resume Um, yes because it's just like a snapshot you know yes snapshot it is a it's a professional snapshot of you Mm -hmm. and uh make sure you put your experiences your dates and stuff like that so like what would you tell someone if they had other job experiences for example i was a a server, I was a hostess. What would you say? Would you tell them to put those experiences on there? That's a very good question. I also had that question too. And I was told to take them off. First, number one, it will be over one page. <laughs> number two, it's not relevant to the uh, recruiter, hiring manager. They just want to know if you have the experience you have for the role. And if you want to share about your prior experiences that could help contribute to the role, that's where you do it at the interview. Okay. That's yeah. what I was told. What do you think? That's what you were told. I mean, when people ask me that, I feel like it's kind of um, obviously a hard thing because if you've never had any experience, let's say you're a high school student, you never worked, then you would have to like put your high school experience or your volunteer, your volunteering experience. Yes. You know, um, things that shows that you're an actual hard worker and that you just didn't mm-hmm. do nothing, you know, but I feel like it just depends on what it is that you put on there. I, I just, I think depending on your page length and how much space you have, that's the important part of it. Mm-hmm. And if you think that it's relevant, you can like maybe put one like bullet point or two, for example, like um, if you want to say that you've had some kind of patient care or like uh, if you had some kind of experience with service wise, because honestly, being a sonographer is also a service like you have to have good customer service. So you can show that you had customer service experience, but it's not necessarily like towards ultrasound, you know, so it just depends on what you put on there. And I think that that What's really important is if you get your point across, if it fits the narrative, you know, because if it doesn't, then don't put it on there. You can put volunteering stuff, high school stuff. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but hopefully you have enough stuff from your clinical that you can just use that itself. But Very it's good of- answer. I yeah. love it. Thank you. Any other things about resumes that you want to What do you think share? about references? Oh, actually, I don't think I, I don't know. Cause then is that a second page or is that on the same so, page? <laughs> I don't think anyone. I never had, I don't think I had references. So references on resume. I think that's old school. 
because now references is you know digital and it's they part call... of the onboarding oh, yeah, the application. And all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, the application onboarding process. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put references available upon request. I think that's mm. what I used to do. I don't do that anymore because no one ever asked. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remember like when applying, it'll ask you for your uh, past jobs and then it mm-hmm. either it'll like have a box that says, can we contact them or not? Yes. Um, so then that kind of saves the whole not putting it on your resume thing because that's kind of like how they do it nowadays, unless it's an old school type of thing. But I'm sure you'll be fine without putting references on there. You're, you're fine. I've seen resumes that don't have it. That and I've seen resumes that do. With them. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, it's however you want it. I feel like you just need to make sure you have the things that you really need, your education and your experience. Mm-hmm. Even even qualifications and skills doesn't necessarily, I feel like, like need to be on there because it's going to be under your experiences and jobs like what you did in the past, but like you can, it's a really big selling point if you do put it on your resume, you know? Yes. Um, And make sure uh, if you have any gaps, I feel like if you have any gaps in your jobs. Put it on there too. Yeah, they might ask about it. So you never know. Resume building is probably a lot easier nowadays because there's so many references online and so much help. so many samples so many ways you can write resumes and how many options you have Mm -hmm. so if you really need help come join our discord and what we do in our discord is actually people share their resumes and or show their resumes to others to proofread it and help each other so if you want to do that if you really want one-on-one help you can do that what you drinking over there? I am drinking my new favorite Vietnamese coffee. Um, it's from 88 Coffee Company. It's so good that I drink it black. That's why I like to say it now, because who likes the coffee black? Only some people do. But I like it to drink it black because I really like to taste the full flavor of it. And 88 Coffee Company is our first sponsor. Yay. for a podcast yay thank you so much for sponsoring us and supporting our lives because honestly i would not survive my work 10 hour work days without this coffee and literally i wake up early morning to make this coffee it's worth it i'm sure oh yes it's definitely worth it you are welcome to use the link in our bio to get yourself a bag of 88 coffee and manifest good luck. Use our code SITC20 for 20% off or Giselle20 for 20% off or Lynn, L-Y-N with one N, 20 for 20% off and try and let us know what you think of this coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Try it out. <laughs> try, it out. try out the coffee. Let us know what you think. And uh, thank you so much for sponsoring us. Yes. We love it. So I have a lot of mugs, so it's going to be very, very... Do you have Disney mugs? I have a lot of mugs. <laughs> Lots of Disney I mean, I, 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 um, if if you guys watched our previous episode and you see Giselle's background, 
there was like a, there was like rows of mugs that I saw. Rows of mugs. I didn't say anything, but now that you mentioned it, <laughs> yeah, they're I'm all something. in my uh, pantry now, uh, just displayed. I kept thinking, like, should I use them or not? But I do have a lot more other Disney mugs too, because this is like a, those mugs were a special collection. Oh, um, I see. So, but we'll go more detail into those mugs in the future. Yeah. That's funny you said that because um, we also try not to collect mugs, but we do anyways when we travel. <laughs> um, but we're trying to transition to something else that doesn't take up space mm-hmm. <laughs> because we have so many mugs. So many mugs. Limited cabinet space. What's something but that doesn't take up space, though? We're thinking of doing T-shirts. <laughs> it's... <laughs> t-shirts are good yeah right it doesn't you have pile them. you'll have piles of t-shirts though aren't you gonna travel a lot aren't you planning on traveling a lot yeah but t-shirts you can fold and wear <laughs> these mugs or like you can't condense them that's true at least you can condense the shirts yeah smart i don't know it's so tempting i do love the mugs like i do try to get them all mm-hmm. um, like i went to seattle uh for a conference or ah. Intellios. Intellios, if you don't know, is the parent company of ARDMS. Mm-hmm. And ARDMS, if you don't know, is our credentialing organization that gives us our RDCS, our RBT, RDMS. That's cool. So tune into future episode where I talk about that conference. <laughs> Back to Seattle. I went to um, <laughs> Starbucks first uh, location. And they had like 20 mugs and it took me the longest time to pick out one mug to bring home. Well, that would be so hard. Yeah. Yeah, They have one for iced coffee. They have one for hot coffee. They have one for different designs, different material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All different kinds. Well, now you can just promote all of your coffee mugs with our new sponsor. With the the coffee. Yes. And uh, just show everyone what mugs you have yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't seen my stories already i already have the coffee up there because i literally drink i tell, tell my coworker too because they're like why are you drinking your coffee black and i say this is the only coffee i drink black you're like because it tastes so good that's why yeah <laughs> but we definitely hope you guys try it we hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you guys need help with your resume just let us know and we'll help you out <laughs> yes Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you learned a lot about resume writing. And we'll see you and talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you for connecting through sounds with us. We appreciate you and can't wait to connect with you again next time.